Hello and welcome to a new deck up deck episode. Deca episode is what it, I think, because it's a new start of another ten episodes. It's episode eighty today, um, and you know, epi- episode eighty. Eighty episodes is pretty crazy. Not as crazy as a hundred will be, but <laughs> you know, we gotta do our thing. Um, but the good news, because we always have to have some good news. I think the good news for me is my favorite team. The Packers made the playoffs against all odds, and they're for sure going to beat the Dallas Cowboys um, because that's what they always do in the playoffs. And the Cowboys are not that good of a team. They've just played more, way more bad teams than they have played good teams. Their schedule is weak as freak. Um, so, yeah, nothing special, not a challenge. Uh, it's going to be good. So, you know, I'm not I'm not worried. I, I have full faith in my team. Um, I didn't think that they were going to make the playoffs because of their record. Uh, and I was like, that doesn't seem likely. But now that they're in, I'm like, okay. Unexpected that they got in. But now I'm happy about it. And so, you know, I got full faith that, they, uh, that they'll that they at least get past the wild card round. That they'll at least get past the wild card round. I don't know about the rest because a lot of great teams this season. And, you know, Still a lot of kinks to work out in this uh, very young Packers team. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. So, yeah. Um, but into the first topic here. I I was thinking about this. And you can't, like, nowadays you just can't really say whatever you want because people can go on the internet and look it up. They can. They can just get factual statements uh, and then tell you you're a liar. And you're going to have to be like, oh, yeah. For sure. Um, Because I did lie to you. Sorry. Um, But dude. But back in the 1800s and stuff. You could say anything. And just get away with it. I mean that's probably why old wives tales. And and, and like monster stories exist. Because people were just talking. People were just saying stuff. And and then other people were like. Oh well he must be right. Because he's saying it. And nobody lies. Um, Man. You know like if i was alive back then oh i'd spread information i'd spread misinformation like butter not even in a political way or like political misinformation just for fun dude oh dude i like i'd just tell people wild stuff and watch them believe me and be like oh what the freak dude there's no way how can <laughs> like you know how people will will tell kids or whatever, which is so messed up. But well, people will tell kids, you know, if you swallow watermelon seeds, you turn into one, <laughs> or they start to grow inside you. It's not how that works. It's not how that works, though. Um, not the correct conditions. Also, how about watermelon just being eighty percent water? You know, just drink it then. Um, but watermelon's good. Watermelon's good, man. And then whoever decided to turn it into smoothies and stuff, I was going to say genius, but it's not actually genius because it's already 80% of the way there. You know, you just kind of throw it in a blender, add a little bit more sugar, maybe some milk. You got it. You got a watermelon smoothie. It's not that hard. Uh, I'm a chef though, so it's all good. In other words of saying stuff that just isn't true, uh, 
because I was talking about misinformation. Um, I think motivational speaking is absolutely nothing. I think it truly is absolutely nothing. Um, like you just listen to motivational speakers they're just kind of saying stuff you want to hear in certain ways that makes them sound smart. They're just not really saying anything important though. And they're getting away with it and they're making so much money because they're charismatic and they're good speakers. And then people are like, oh, I feel good after I listen to him. He teaches me things. It's like, does he? Has your life changed for the better at all after listening to him? Or has it stayed the same? Have you gotten richer? Have Have you felt more spiritually in touch or more in touch with your emotions, whatever the emotion, whatever the motivational speaker is trying to tell them because the motivational speaker has his, has his or her thing. And they're like, I'm going to teach you how to do this and I'm going to motivate you to do it. And I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Right. So some teach you how to get rich. Some teach you how to be better with your emotions or whatever. Um, you know, things like that. And they're like, Listen to listen to my lessons, and I guarantee your your life will be better within six weeks. And if not, then money back. You get your money back. It's a money back guarantee. And it's like, okay, does anybody get those refunds back, or do they just believe stuff? People believe stuff too much, but like, it's just they just take factual statements. That everyone knows already and then line the words up in a certain way just to make sure that they sound smart and then people believe it. I mean like right now with my life, okay, my current uh, employment situation, it's not where I want to be but it's where I am and I know that I'll get somewhere better someday. But right now I'm in a spot where I just have to be so that I can survive, okay, and I'm working Two jobs. One of the jobs is a job that I want to work, and the other job is a job that I have to work in order to keep living and not starve and pay rent and stuff like that. And so that's my scenario. Now here's how a motivational speaker would take that and try to make me feel better with it by saying things I already know in a way that makes them sound smart. Okay. So, so you say you have you have two jobs, you know, one that you want to work but it doesn't pay you enough, and the other that uh, that you don't necessarily want to work, but um, you know, you, you you gotta work it so that you can stay alive. And, and you know, with your situation, to me, it really sounds like you're working you're working a job that you want to do for a living, but at the same time, you're working a job that you have to do to live. And uh, and my friend, you know that that uh, that situation, it's uh, it's not the best place to be, you know. But uh, I admire your strength. I admire your your willingness and your perseverance in this situation to to work this job that you have to work in order to live, so that you can one day begin working full time in a job that you want to do for a living. And and you know, see. Ladies and gentlemen, there's always going to be that difference in careers, in jobs, all right, in, in, in a difference in a job that you do for a living versus a job that you do to live, okay? And a lot of the times, the way life goes is that sometimes you have to do the jobs that you have to do to live 
in order to get those jobs that you want to do for a living one day. And it's that difference between want and need as well. You know, you're not always going to start out with that dream job, but but you got to stay in that fight. You got to stay in that need zone so that one day you can work your way into that want zone. So that you can live life with wants instead of living life by your needs. And, and I believe in every single one of you in this room that you will get there one day. You just got to stick through it. You got to persevere. You got to keep that hard work up. And I believe in all of you. That's what it sounds like when motivational speakers speak. Did I motivate you? Probably a little bit if you're in my situation. Or even if you're not, maybe a little bit. But dude, it's just turning the situation that's already understood by everyone in the room on its head and making it sound nicer. They just pretty up sentences is all they do. And then you leave and you're like, man, that guy was right. What? Yeah, of course he was right. He just spoon-fed you exactly what you told him about your life back to you in a different way that made him sound smart. That's it. That's all the motivational speaking is. Don't believe motivational speakers. Don't give these people money. They're wordsmiths. That's it. They're just good at speaking. And it's unbelievable how people just, oh, frick yeah, dude, this guy's, he's amazing. He's so genius. Oh, my life is so much better after listening to him, dude. I feel more motivated every day. Has your life changed, though? Is it actually better? Is it actually better? No. No, it's not. So, but people people will believe anything if you sound smart enough. That's why people believe Austra- uh, Australia. <laughs> That's why people will believe astrology is a real thing, not Australia. Australia is a real thing. Well, debatable, but... You know, there's proof out there, I guess. Um, that's why people believe Austra- astrology is a real thing. I keep almost saying Australia. That's why people believe that the whole Sigma Alpha Beta crap is real. That's why believe. That's why the, these dumb guys believed and hung on every single word Andrew Tate said because he is a very good speaker, is very charismatic, and spoke well. Do you know who else was like that? Guy named Hitler, dude. You guys just don't understand how good people can be at speaking. It's scary how good people can be at speaking. Is they can get so good at speaking that they can take over countries and kill millions of people. That's scary. So what I'm saying is don't listen to motivational speakers because they can become dictators if you give them enough power. Um, you know? That's why people believe stuff that just doesn't exist. That's why people believe in manifesting. It's not a thing. You don't have power to manifest. You can talk all day long about, oh, I'm going to get money one day. I'm going to get money one day. I swear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manifest it. And then it happens one day. It didn't happen because you manifested it. It happened because you put the work in. Congrats, dude. You made money. Pat yourself on the back. Not manifestation. It's not a thing. Pray, you know, stop manifesting. I talked about this in a very early episode in this podcast. Manifesting is not a thing. It's called prayer. It's called wishing, dude. It's called having hope. But people apply 
these made up words to stuff that it's just like stop just stop making things into other things it doesn't have to happen ever just do what already is happening okay prayer has existed since the beginning of time just call prayer prayer call hope hope call wish wish don't call it manifesting and first of all the word itself is so dumb manifest okay manifest to me sounds like you're just creating matter out of thin air and if you can do that you're god first of all so when people say oh i manifested i feel like they're basically saying i'm on level with jesus though because i can just do stuff with my brain like that i can just make miracles happen in my life no you can't you put in the work and it happened or people, oh God, oh God, it kills me when people go, oh, I, I want to manifest, I'm going to manifest a boyfriend. Hey man, no, but this is why people believe it because it happens because they take something that at the depths of their soul, no, they know it will happen one day. It'll happen one day, right? They're never manifesting anything that's incredibly impossible. Okay. They're not manifesting becoming solid gold. Okay, they're manifesting things that are possible to happen on a level that's just like it's it would be a surprise if it didn't happen one day. And so like I'm going to manifest a boyfriend. Of course it's going to happen one day, dude. And then they get a boyfriend and it's like, see, manifestation works. No, dude, you waited and you got asked out. And you got on a couple more dates with the guy and then you fell in love and then it became your boyfriend. And then he got married one day. And then he got kids. And then the white picket fence life happened. Not because you manifested it. Because the Lord blessed you and kept you. That's what happened. Manifestation doesn't work. And that's all I'm going to say about it, okay? <laughs> Stop freaking manifesting. Just chill, you know? <laughs> Thinking dumb, dude. Not I'm not saying you're dumb if you've ever believed in manifestation. I'm just saying the concept of manifestation is dumb, okay? So everyone relax before we all get real tight and heated up in here, okay? It's all good. Um I spit on my pop filter. Super gross. Hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to clean it a little bit with my finger, which is also really gross, but Gotta do what you gotta do. Um, hey man, also I've been hitting the gym. Uh, right now I'm I'm doing five days a week because my legs are thick as freak, but my arms and my upper body need help. So I'm hitting leg day once a week right now. I'm hitting arms four times a week. So I think that's what works best for me, and it also gives me an extra rest day because um, I don't need to build mass in my legs. I just need to get them, you know formed and stuff but if they build a little bit more mass that's okay too um but i don't want to like get huge and then start you know looking like a character from that anime baki because those guys look gross um not trying to get all lumpy you know trying to get somewhat lumpy but not super lumpy um because then you know i i look like a cluster of fish eggs if i get too muscly right 
that's kind of how it happens. Um, but I've been hitting the gym, been getting in there, um, you know, trying to fight the demons in my head that, that want me to stay home and not work out. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to go. It's hard, but you know, you make it happen. Um, but dude, if you're someone who shouts in the gym, look, I get it. Sometimes you got to grunt. Okay. Pushing yourself a little bit further, right? I get it. I I totally understand. Sometimes it happens. Okay, you get get a little grunt or whatever. But if you finish like a PR and you drop the weight hard as you can, you go. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that several times. So let me let you in on a little bit of a tidbit here for being a person, for being just a human being. If you're someone who shouts in the gym, don't be. Don't be, cause you're annoying. You're an annoying person. You want the attention, probably. Why are you shouting, dude? Chill. It's all good. It's all good. I promise you it's all good. Congrats, you you, you did your PR. Now, be quiet about it and go to the next exercise. Um, and that's all I'm going to say, okay? <sighs> Sometimes you got to let out a good sigh because I'm, I'm on a roll here. I'm on fire right now. I'm on... That freaking flame right now. Um, so spurning so bright that nobody can hold a candle to me, basically. Uh, shine bright like a diamond. Um, Rihanna, you know? Shine bright like a diamond. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. It's a good song. It's a great song, actually, but uh, it's all good, you know? Um, hey man, it's the beginning of the year, by the way, like we've only been 13 days into the next 365 that we have to do for 2024. Three days into it, Cat Williams called out all of Hollywood. Dude, he said there's so many plants in Hollywood. The Illuminati is real. It makes me think like, is the Illuminati real? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Okay. I don't spend that much time on Reddit, but dude, Sometimes you just go, there's some weird happenings in Hollywood for sure. And it's just not even something you can deny. It's just not something you can deny. There's some weird stuff that goes on, goes down in Hollywood. Some stuff where it's like, there might be some people who go to meetings in dark rooms and they all have masks on and and capes with hoods, you know, just real like secret society stuff happening. Um, but Cat Williams was talking about all this different stuff. Like Kevin Hart is a plant. I I never saw that coming in a million years. Uh, but I mean, that's a plant. I don't mind because he's very funny and also really talented actually. Um, but there is a plant for sure. Bobby Altorf or Altoff or whatever the frick her name is, dude. Um, she's for sure a podcast industry plan. How do you, how do you have a podcast for a month? And one of your first guests is Drake. Dude, do you know how much people don't care about my podcast? (laughs) It's not that easy unless you're like famous person already. And then you start a podcast. Sure. But Bobby Altorf. Not a famous person till the podcast happened. 
Who is she? Is she just popping out of the woodwork? Just popping out of nowhere with all these listeners? No way. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how she got there. And one of her first guests is freaking Drake. That guy makes people pay him $500,000 so that he can say eight bars on their song. And he's just going to hop on some woman's podcast. By the way, the podcast setting for that was insane because they were in his bed drinking champagne. Which is such a Drake way to go about a podcast for sure. But then again, dude, who are you, Bobby? When did you get here? And then she had, what's his name? Some some Hispanic music artist, Maluma? I don't know. Some guy who's he's a good-looking man. Okay, good-looking dude. Um, couldn't believe my eyes, but, you know, he's very famous. What, how? She had Lil Yachty on. Let's look up her guest list, honestly. I wonder if we can find that. Uh, Bobby Althoff. 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 Guest list. Guest list. Okay. So she's had Lil Yachty. Oh, I'm bumping the mic. Hold on. Lil Yachty. Okay. Mark Cuban, a absolute multimillionaire. Shaq. She said on Shaq. She said on Offset. Rick Glassman, who's a lesser-known comedian. Uh, and Bobby Lee, who's a better-known comedian. What the freak, dude? And then, of course, Drake. And it says, due to her rise in... Due, her, due to her rapid rise to fame, including interviewing Drake on the second episode of her podcast, she's been accused of being an industry plan. She is, for sure. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but dude, no shot. No shot within your first month of recording. Are you going to have Lil Yachty, Mark Cuban, and Drake on your podcast? That doesn't make any sense. Unless you're already that famous on that level, that doesn't make any sense. She first became known as a mom influencer. Okay. Oh, it's called Mom Talker. Hey, man. I'm going to punch somebody for that. Don't know who. Um, before privatizing her account and reemerging with comedic content and her podcast, The Really Good Podcast. See, that freaks me out too. Why did she privatize her mom content and then all of a sudden reemerge with a podcast that gets huge guests on? That doesn't make sense to me. See? See, it's it's tripping me up, man. It's freaking tripping me up. Um, yeah, man, that's... What? Hold on. What? This is saying she's she's faced accusations online of patronizing guests, frequently black entertainers, and taking opportunities from music journalists who have tried to land interviews with these sought-after celebrities for years. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, stealing opportunities from music journalists, like people who actually put in work and, like, want to... 
talk to these musicians um, for real. And like, like it's for real something. That's that sucks because those people actually put in the work and Bobby just sits there and is just awkward and quiet and just asks them questions that set them up to sound bad, which is the whole patronizing thing. Um, I got away from the original topic, but yeah, Cat Williams set up a whole bunch of stuff. Apparently he had all kinds of receipts, so that's a crazy way to start the year for the guy. Um, but I mean, he's hilarious. He put in the work for sure. I mean, you can see that just from his history. So he's not a plant, but he said apparently the Illuminati talked to him. So, I, you know, I don't know. Could be a crazy person. Could not be. Who cares? Honestly, at the end of the day, I I, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Also, dude, today, this morning, I got in the bathroom. I was trying to do my whole, like, you know... Skincare routine, because I'm trying to trying to better myself, trying to look freaking handsome as freak, dude, because, of course, I like a girl, so, you know, gotta. but then again, it's just general health, and I realize the importance of general health, but does it double as a bonus, because it gives me a better shot at having the very beautiful woman that I currently have emotional feelings for like me back because I'm more handsome than usual, then, you know, if it doubles as as that bonus, then freak, yeah, I'm on it. Um, So, here's what it is. Um, Smitten is freak, but it's all good. Um, But I accidentally, so I was in the bathroom, I was was doing my thing, I was doing my, I was lotioning up my face, okay, hydrating it. Um, And my elbows were out, and I was doing circular motions, and my elbow was right next to the light switch, and it bumped the light switch. So it turned off the lights. So now it's all of a sudden pitch black in the bathroom because I had the door closed. And there's no windows in the bathroom, obviously, because uh, creepy. But I bumped the light switch. And in the three seconds that it took for me to find the light switch, I was in the most deep fear I have felt in a while because all of a sudden my brain... And I don't know why my brain likes to do this to me, but it likes to play these out, play, play out these scenarios, which put me in the worst possible situations where after I bumped the light switch with my elbow and it became pitch black, I was filled with fear that once I turned on the light switch, I'd be looking in the mirror and there would be behind me a freaking monster ready to do irreversible damage to me. Now, I don't know why my brain likes to play out these scenarios, but hey... Stop that, though. Hey, brain, chill. Um, so very scary. Yeah, but I turned on the light. I was fine. Nobody was with me, so we're all good. Brains are fun like that sometimes, you know, just playing little pranks on you. Um, but yeah. Also, I've been thinking about this recently. I don't like how fast people hop on hate trends so fast. Like, there's people who do bad things, and they deserve the... I won't say hate, because my mom is... She's basically been training me a lot to not say hate, because it's such a strong word. But there are people out there who do bad things, and they deserve the dislikings that they get, and they deserve the, the like, you know... 
bad attention and bad press and it's like you you're you're a bad person for sure um they deserve that stuff but there's people that don't and they just get it they get that stuff simply because somebody on the internet had an opinion and then they were like i hate this person and i hope they die and it's like that's a bit much but then there's a bunch of other people who agree right so it has this it always starts with at least one person and then there's a few other people that agree and they're like yeah i feel the same way and then it spreads a little bit more and a little bit more over time until it's this whole thing that takes over and people just hop on because they don't want to be the odd man out and they're like yeah i hate them too because their music sucks or whatever like it's whole the whole thing with like AJR, like they make bad music or whatever. I don't think they make bad music. I think they may have made a bad few songs, but there's some other songs that I find are really enjoyable by them that are very catchy, that aren't bad at all. But because one person had an opinion, a whole bunch of millions of other people don't have their own opinions, and they just join the brain stew and are like, yeah, they're terrible. They're not terrible. There's a reason they have a fan base. There's a reason they play out concerts. If they were terrible, they wouldn't have that. That's how the world works. But people just jump in and they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be the odd man out. I'll join in. I'll, I'll, I hate them too. And it's like, why do you hate them? And then if you ask them that question, they're like, uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah, well, you know, cause of, well, you know, cause, cause of that, cause you know, and it's like, you don't form your own opinions, do you? You're that boring. You're that boring. Get, get gone, dude. It's fine. You can have an opinion that is negative about people, but as long as it's not your own, I want nothing to do with having a conversation with you about it. If you're just jumping on a trend, I don't want to talk to you about it. Because you're boring to me. You know? You haven't earned... You haven't earned the respect of having a conversation or even having a debate if I want even want to even get into that with you about something. Because I can pick apart a person so quick and find out so quick that they're not forming their own opinions. Because all you have to do is ask them questions and they'll fold immediately or almost immediately. Because they won't know how to answer the questions because they haven't formed their own opinion. So it's sad. It's super dumb. Um, but yeah, that's it though. That's all I have for you guys. Um, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate when you take the time out of your day to listen to me. And as always, I hope you enjoy your day, your week, your month, your year, and the rest of your life. Peace out, homies.